Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. You're listening to Islam Tomorrow. We're broadcasting almost live all the way from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. For a rebroadcast of this and other exciting programs, you can visit us on the internet at www.islamtomorrow.com. Our website's open 24 hours a day, and there's always plenty of free parking. This program is the culmination and the ending of a series of programs we've been doing here in a place called what? But, huh? The sand? But, huh? If you insist. In any case, we're having a good time. We have a lot of guests here. We'd like to let our guests have a chance to say something too. So I'll greet our non-Muslim guests first. I think you know how to do this, right? Hello? That's pretty good. Now Texas style. Howdy! And now for the Muslims, Salam Alaikum. Okay, and now Texas style. Salam Alaikum, y'all. I don't know where I've had more fun than right here. All right. What we want to talk about today is why priests and preachers are entering into Islam. First of all, how many of you know that Islam is the fastest growing religion in the world? It's a fact. All over the world, people are entering into Islam. And more now in the last year than many years past. It doesn't seem logical, especially when you consider the bad advertising that we're getting from the news, televisions, papers, radio. Islam, no good. Muslim, bad, bad. Don't be Muslim. Yet people are still coming to Islam. But the amazing part of it is that so many of those people are leaders from other religions. My father was an ordained minister and he came to Islam. I used to preach Christianity and I one time was a music minister for the Christians. And guess what? I'm a Muslim. Alhamdulillah. A Catholic priest friend of mine went to Islam the day before I did. And since then I've found many priests and preachers entering Islam. The question is why? You know if a priest goes to some other religion, immediately the church says his soul goes to hell. Really? And sometimes a pope can decide, this guy, I don't like him excommunicate him, he's got to go to hell. Wow. So why are so many religious leaders from other religions going to Islam? I asked a Catholic priest, Father de Sosa, who is a bishop and a doctor in Christianity and a doctor in Islam. He has a doctorate in Islam. And I asked him this question and he didn't want to answer me. I said, what do you do when you see priests and bishops, even a cardinal who entered Islam? What do you say? I have it on videotape. He would not answer the question. And at the end of the same program, as a Catholic priest and doctor in Christianity and a doctor in Islam... He sat in his office where we were recording it and he said he thought that Sufi was a pretty good religion. 
That's what he said. In fact, he said, I think it's the right one. Now, for us, we say Islam. I don't know what he meant by that. But it's interesting to see so many people who are religious leaders turning to Islam. Father John, who is a Catholic priest at the University of Texas at Arlington, used to help the Muslims in everything they did. He spent more time with Muslims than he did Catholics. One time I asked him, what do you think about Islam? He said, I think it's wonderful. I said, why don't you want to be a Muslim? And he said, what? And lose my job? There was a particular time when three authors of some books, Christian scholars from France and England, presented some material to the Anglican bishop, proving that the things that he was teaching from his pulpit were not correct. Proving beyond a shadow of a doubt that the things he's saying are not really from the old Bibles. They thought he was going to get mad. He said, tell me something I don't know. They said, you mean you know this? He said, we all know this. They said, well, why do you keep preaching that message that you give to the people? He said, it's because it's what they want to hear. I was in Mexico and a priest became a Muslim. He was the only priest in a village. When he became a Muslim, the Catholic Church told everybody he became a witch. I saw a nun from the church. She became a Muslim. I found an archbishop from the Orthodox became a Muslim. A born-again preacher like Jimmy Swagger, Jerry Falwell, one of those kind of guys in Canada last week, and he became a Muslim. And I'm asking myself, why did I become a Muslim and why did they become Muslims? Because I think we have a solution to a problem in this. I think it's because of what's called guidance. The guidance from God. Because every one of these people that I met, every priest, preacher, bishop, nun, even one lady, she was the wife of a preacher, became a Muslim and immediately they kicked her out of the city. They did. Her story is on the internet. Every one of them, well, every one of us, has said the same thing. And how many of you here today used to be some other religion, but now you're a Muslim? Raise your hand. Almost everybody here? Wow! Whoa, that's great. But everybody here sitting, you know something that the born Muslims don't know. You know what the secret is. You know that somewhere in your life you did the same thing I did and the same thing those priests and preachers did. You said, you know what? I got to stop lying. I got to stop cheating. I got to stop doing things my way. I got to do things God's way. I need God to guide me means every one of us said, God, guide me. And this is the advice that we give to people. This is the easiest thing to tell anybody. God is one. Worship Him alone. And if you want my advice, ask Him for it. Guidance.
because I can't guide you and you can't guide me. But I can pray for you to be guided by Him, by Allah. So guidance is the answer. And guess what? It's in the Bible. It's in the Quran. It's in the Sunnah of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and it's in your life. A hadith, a saying of Muhammad, peace be upon him, is the same as the teaching of the Bible. It says, seek and you will find. Ask and it will be given to you. Knock and it will be opened, opened for you. And then Muhammad said that there is a verse in the Quran that Allah never revealed to any of the other prophets. It's only in the Quran. Many things in Quran are like what was revealed before because the same God, right? But he said there's one verse in the Quran never revealed before. What's that verse? He said it's in Surah Fatiha. The opening. The opening. And what is it? Edina Sirato Mustaqim. Guide us, O Allah, to the straight path. Because in the thing I mentioned earlier, ask, ask for what? Seek, seek what? Knock. And it will be open. What will be open? The opening. Opening what? That's the name of the first verse in the Bible. The first chapter, the first surah. Opening. Fatiha. A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Ar-Rahmanir Rahim. Maliki Yawmiddin. Iyaka na'budu wa iyaka nasta'een. Idina Sirat al-Mustaqeem. Sirat al-Ladina an'amta alayhim. غير المغضوب عليهم ولا You're not in salat. Don't do that. But I say it anyway because I mean it. I mean. But guess what? That's it. That's the answer. Listen to the meaning of it. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. All the praise is only for God. Allah, the Almighty, most gracious, most merciful, the ruler on the day of judgment. You do we worship, and you do we turn to for guidance. So guide us on the straight path. The path of those that have your favor, but not the path of those that you're mad at, and not the path of those that are lost. Whoa. You want to be guided? Well, now what? Keep going. Alif Lam that's kind of close to the Arabic. What does it say? Alif Lam Mim, that's three letters in the Arabic alphabet. This is the book wherein there is no doubt. 
It's a source of guidance. There it is. Guidance for those who fear their Lord. They believe in the unseen, the ghaib. They establish regular worship. They give some charity out of what a God gives them to help the poor people. They believe in what's been sending down to you, Muhammad, this Quran. And they believe what was sent down before you. The Bible and all the scriptures. They believe the real scriptures. That's who gets guidance. And these people, they are on the Huda, the guidance, the Hidayah of Allah, of their Lord. And these are the ones who are successful. Knock, and it will be open to you. The heart, knock on your heart and say, God, guide me. This is for everybody. You don't need to be an alim sharia. You don't have to know everything about Islam. You don't even have to know the Arabic language. All you have to know is there's a God. He created you and you can make a connection and say, God, help me here. Guide me. But then be ready because what comes next is real guidance. Don't turn away from it. Go with it. And realize it's God who controls everything, not you. And then you'll be amongst those like the priests and the preachers, bishops and nuns who have given up false religions for the true worship of the one true God. In the history of Islam, since Muhammad wasallam, hundreds of thousands of people have entered Islam, many of them priests and preachers. Many of them priests and preachers. But in the history, not one single alim Imam or Mufti has ever left Islam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Hu Allah Ja'alana Muslimin May Allah guide us all to the truth. Ameen. You've been listening to Islam tomorrow broadcasting almost live all the way from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Until next time, this is your host, Yusuf Estes, reminding you Allah is a salam. So the peace be upon those who follow true guidance. Ameen.